Hi guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Very special guest with me today, a fan favorite, the Maisie Dunn Dance. Maisie, would you like to say hi to Midday Matcha? Hi, Midday Matcha. It's Maisie. It's Maisie Dunn Dance. Don't call me Maisie. It's Maisie. Okay. Anyways, I'm bringing on Maisie again because they can hear you drinking. It's a real nice microphone. They are blessed. Anyways, I wanted to bring Maisie on because I really, we both have a lot to say about this topic and we both feel very passionately about this topic and we just have some good things and good advice to say to you guys. We're not breaking up as friends and we never will because Maisie can never get rid of me and I can never get rid of her. So now we're going to get into our week intros. How was your week? Anything special happen? Um, I did the Grammys with Miss Doja Cat, and it was absolutely insane. I feel on a high, and I'm still pretty much speechless from the whole experience, if I'm honest. How was Dancing with Doja Cat? I'm going to ask you a couple questions, because people cannot stop asking you. How was Dancing with Doja Cat? Um, well, this was actually the second time that I danced for her. I danced for her the first time in the Billboard Awards. And I would say the first time... Sorry, go on. I would say the first time um, was obviously like so special because it was the first time. And so it's like I was learning a lot about myself and I just like felt like I was in the right place at the right time. Um, but it was really inspiring to see her work so unbelievably hard, like literally drill the number full out, full out dancing, full out singing, like everything full out. She probably did the number like 20 times in a row over and over and over again and then she stood she sat in a plank and sang the song full volume like for the entire song sat in this plank so doja works hard is what we yeah got. and so i was just like uh, like all of us were just like wow we like we weren't even dancing we were sitting on the side because she was just running it over and over and over again and i just remember sitting there thinking like and this is why she's successful successful like this is this is like that was so inspiring to watch because I was just like, it makes sense. This is obviously she works her ass off for this. You said she reminded you of us when we were yeah of us. Wait, tell you say it because I I, I was thinking that she reminded um, at the time that I was doing the Billboard Awards. I was just getting um, start like getting more into my like healing and stuff. And before um, before I went to LA. I was a very like hardworking, um, motivated, really, really self-motivated, just like driven person. And then I think just the LA like world lifestyle, yeah, lifestyle kind of made me doubt myself, and so I lost a lot of confidence. What the throughout. fuck is wrong with you? Sorry, I'm so sorry. That was just a natural response. You're just so. Go I on. lost a lot of confidence being <laughs> out there and being in a relationship that I really. Um, didn't like being in been there done that sister. um and so when I came back home I'm like gaining all this confidence like I can do it again I'm confident I'm actually really good we scoot into the billboard awards and then I was remembering reminiscing on the times before LA um 
where Livy and I used to train. Like we were going to the Olympics. No, like we were going to the Olympics. We would run. I, before nationals, like dance competition nationals, like mm-hmm. dance competition. Like it wasn't, it's not like it was. The biggest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. but like to, to me, in the time, in, in that time, I was like, if I don't get dancer of the year, mm-hmm. I'm a failure. Right. So um, I would run like four miles a day. Before nationals, like two months leading up to nationals, I remember t- asking my dance friends, hey, do you want to go to the the track with me? And they'd be like, no, we just had five hours of dance. Why would right. I go to the track? <laughs> I would go and I'd swim laps. I'd go with you. Yeah, you would You would run with me. You'd swim laps with me. Yeah, we would do, we would train for nationals. Straight up the Olympics. And then I would run my dance two days before nationals. I ended up spraining my ankle. Anyway. I still wanna, got second place though. Whatever. Still got second place. Do you want to know what I did for my nationals to yeah. prep? Because like cheer was my life and I was like, I'm not leaving Dallas without a title on my back. Like mm-hmm. I would rather die. Mm-hmm. I would wake up before school at 5 a.m. and I would go on runs in negative degree weather. It would be zero degrees outside and I would go on runs and I would train myself and condition myself early in the morning before school, probably a month two months before nationals I was going there, I was psychotic. I would send my close cheer friends quotes every day. Oh, I remember that, like, the, you would even show me the things you would send your friends. They were insane. No, no, no. You would be like, if one of you doesn't show up to rehearsal tonight, you're a failure. Practice, yeah. Well, I was. I took it so seriously. I was like, we're going to fucking win. They're like, Libby, we're, we might not win. And I was like, I am did not win? leaving... Oh, Dallas, you got second. Dallas, you got second by .08. It is still the biggest controversy to this day. Fuck CJA. I'll say it. Okay, actually, I have to cut that out because (laughs) I can't put that in there. But, um... Yeah, biggest controversy to that. No, and I, keep it in. That's funny. No, wow. because it actually has caused a lot of... We've gotten in so much trouble for that. It's not even funny. And I can't bring that back up at 21 years old. It's been like six years. I will never let that go. I don't care. I will never let that go. I deserve to win Dallas. And you did not. You did not. I deserve to win Dallas that year. Worked my ass off. Other girls on the team definitely could have worked harder. Not going to lie. Yeah. I hate it. Like, that's my thing is I can't be around people who are not motivated. Yeah. Anyways... My week is a little bit different than Maisie's. My well, I want to go back really quick because we didn't tell the, the end Grammys. of the story. Yeah, we didn't tell the end of the story. You did the Grammys. Well, no, we circled back to it being at the billboards. Why that reminded me of oh. Dojo was because we worked so hard like that. Like, we were just like... Every day. We were just, like, very disciplined, like, for no reason. Literally I, for yeah. no reason. I would say I'm still very disciplined. Yeah. Like, I still do my workout classes and yeah. I have, like, a strict schedule I have to follow. Yeah. Which I'm is, getting more, I'm getting better with but it. But I'm also trying to get a little bit more like you and relax a little bit. Like, uh-huh. I don't ever relax. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you relax and you have really good self-care where I don't have that yet. Like, yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. chill sometimes and I don't realize that. Uh-huh. So, by that is we're saying we're going to be Grammy Award winning artists. That's... Um, yeah. So, I did the Grammys. So, Maisie did the Grammys and I got a dick picture. So, this is where <laughs> things... The night of... Because I obviously went to Maisie's house and celebrated the Grammys with her. I've known about this for months, guys. I'm so over talking about it. Wait, can I read them what I wrote about the Grammys? Yes. Now. Yes. Can I read it now? Yes, but I'm going to finish this dick picture. Anyways, this guy sent me a dick picture, guys. It was so fucking annoying. Um, we were having... A, we were, like, joking around, and I was like, you're... We were joking around. I was calling him a virgin. I was like, oh, you just give me, like, major virgin vibes. Kidding. Like, it was joke conversations. I like to fuck with the people I talk to. And he just sent me a photo of his dick and was like, 
I, how does this, like, he's like, I'm proving to you now that I'm not a virgin. And I was like, what do you think that did to me? What do you think sending a picture of your penis did to me? Why would I think you're not a virgin after that? He was like, LOL, I was just trying to make a point. And I was like, what was the point you were trying to make? And he was like, haha, not really sure. And I go, yeah, makes no fucking sense. You just sent me a picture of your penis for what? And he was like, he was clearly uncomfortable by that. Also, like, I'm a psychopath. I saved it in the chat so I could FaceTime Maisie and show Maisie it. <laughs> he was like, why did you save this? I was like, don't fuck with me. Don't send me dick pics and not expect me to save it. I saved the full thing and showed it to Maisie. I had to FaceTime her and show her. I was like, I'm about to screenshot it. I don't care. Don't send me dick pics. I'm not the type. Like, I have the most public life in the whole world. Why would you send me a dick picture? I'm going to screenshot it and send it to all my friends. I also have no boundaries, no limits, and I don't give a fuck. I was like, I'm going to screenshot this. I'm going to show all my friends. I'm going to show all my family. If I want to post it in my Instagram story of him, I might as well. Like, why would you do that? Anyways, let's go into Maisie's deep quote that she wrote about the Grammys that made me tear up yesterday. A nice transition we have. Yeah, from dick pics to Maisie's feelings. So I'm making this an Instagram caption. I wrote it out in my feels. Midday Matcha heard it here first. While I was in my feels, um, I... Can I put my leg on? Yeah. No, that's... Come you, on, please! By the way, last night, I woke up to you Let me. on top of me, cuddling me, and I was like, I cannot handle this. Caressing your body. Literally grabbing onto me, and I kept pushing you away. My little fetus child. We should cut that up. It's okay, go on. Okay, so... You also don't know what fetus means, but go on. No. I also have no fucking idea what it means. So, go ahead. Can you read them your quote, please? Okay, so... Should I read my rape poem? Yes. Okay, this is now turned into Maisie and Livy. Um, read their writings. Go on. Read their diaries. So, I was in my fields after the Grammys, and um, I was in a fight with my family on the low key. And I was just, like, heavily in my fields, let's just say that. So, I said... I felt myself being in the right space with the right people at the right time. As a dancer, you are always told this day will happen. For me, it was now happening, and it's a feeling I will not forget. Reminiscing about rehearsals, each day served new challenges and new ways to level up. Day two was one of the hardest days I've ever danced in my life. All six of us put on our helmets and practically ran the dance back-to-back 35 times. Day two was what I would label as Cortland's boot camp to kick our asses. Day three started with the laser team showcasing one-third of the lights. This day was when it all became real. I stood in between Doja, the team, and the dancers, watching as we all practically fell into tears alone, or at the laser show alone. The thought of us being on that stage at the Grammys felt so real and alive. This is the type of work I I want to continue to do. This is the type of work that fulfills me, and this is the type of work that serves my purpose in this world. Grateful is an understatement. That was beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Snaps for Maisie. Whatever you're doing, stop right now and snap for my bitch. Thank you. Snap for her. Thank snap you. for her now. Anyways, should I read um, my poem? Yeah. Well, so, you have to explain. So the reason I wrote this poem is because I'm now dating after being sexually assaulted once again. And I... Um, you know, I express all my feelings through writing. I think I mentioned in last week's episode, I wrote a fucked up poem and sent it to Maisie. So actually this is the poem and trigger warning now, like turn it off if you don't want to hear about rape, but I like to write my things and dating after being recently like sexually assaulted has been like a little difficult for me and it's made me other emotions come up and like I have to process those emotions a lot and so I like to write my feelings and it's gonna get real dark but here we go this is like how do we turn this into poetry hour okay (laughs) 
I hope you meet a girl. It's kind of bizarre that Midday Matcha is turning into Poetry Hour, but let's do it. <laughs> We're just writing out our feelings and talking about it. I hope you meet a girl and fall head over heels in love. I hope she... If you're going to fuck up I'm my sorry, poetry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I hope she makes your cheeks start from smiling so much. I hope she gives you butterflies every time her name pops up on your phone. I hope she makes you want to be a better man. I hope you guys go... Uh, Macy... I hope you guys go on an amazing date night and you come home from having one too many drinks. You get ready for bed. You put on sweatpants when you usually sleep in boxers. You don't want to give her the wrong idea. You do not want to have sex tonight. I hope she understands your boundaries and respects them. I hope you fall asleep having a deep conversation about life with her. You roll over. Your heart feels so warm. You like this girl. You trust this girl. She respects your boundaries. Finally, a good girl. Finally, a girl you want to share your life with. Finally, a girl who is melting your cold heart. I hope you don't wake up when she raises you. I hope you don't. I hope you somehow sleep through it. I hope your eyes don't open while she's slowly taking away your innocence with every touch. You wake up frozen with fear. You tell her to stop. She doesn't stop. She keeps going. She's raping you. You know this is rape. You don't know how to stop her. You are begging her to stop. Finally, she comes. Finally, she stops. Finally, her hands leave your limp body. I hope she leaves on her own. I hope she doesn't view your Instagram stories the next day. I hope she never calls you. You trusted her. You thought she wasn't like the rest. You could never have imagined her doing this to you. She knew your pain and did it anyway. She didn't care about you. She only saw you as a body to use. I hope you don't rack up a bill with your therapist. I hope you're able to masturbate without the vivid image of your rape paralyzing you. I hope you can convince yourself that this won't happen again just so you can trust someone new. You know she took a part of you with her. You know you can't trust anybody new. And you know you're now just another rape statistic. She's not who you thought she was. She's a, a rapist walking free. She deserves to die. I hope you never have the fear of running into her on the street. I hope you can let another girl sleep next to you, eventually. I hope you can think of her without wanting to put a blade to on your wrist. You were raped. You have to live every day being a rape victim. You have to get over it. She was a small part of your destiny. She has the memory of you saying no, but she kept going. She is the girl who made your cheeks hurt from smiling so much. And she's your rapist. She's the reason you can't trust another girl. She's the one who made you question suicide. But don't worry, you'll be fine because you know what they say? You will heal from this. You will be stronger from this. You won't allow someone to do this to you again. You will find someone who loves you and you will be able to live a normal life, hopefully. Snaps. <laughs> oh my God. It got a little, I mean, should we cut that? That got a little deep. No. No, I'm not cutting do that. Not Fuck cut that. that. I write. You guys want to see my writing wow. and hear my writing. That was my... Libby, I'm like speechless. Really? I used to write um, poems like that for class. And I would like perform those in class. And I would like send it to... You need to post that. Post it? It's like so not my brand. It. I don't think it matters about a brand. I think it's just that's part of you. And that would be like a healing thing that people could be like, wow, what a cool way to think about that yeah that's a very different perspective I know because I flipped the narrative and I made it like I when you when I started reading it I was thinking the guy's gonna end up raping her yeah I didn't and then it flipped I was like oh you need to share that okay. I mean you're sharing it now but like could you imagine I just like post a selfie of myself with that being the caption like, I'm like this yeah, is my caption I would 
I'll post. I'm gonna do it in a creative way. I'm gonna find a creative way to post it. I think you can sit. I think you should like speak it throughout a video or something. Yeah, I'm like, okay, guys. Hi, it's midnight. This is me recording like a little deep dark thing. I have a vibe in my head, like yeah. me in a hoodie. Like I just a vibe. Okay, let's get into this week's. Oh, I have such a good idea for you. Relax. I'm sorry. What I have such a good idea for you. For you. No, we'll talk about it after. But remind. Don't me. forget though. I won't. I Don't won't. forget I won't. though. Okay, we're gonna get in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're gonna lighten up the mood. Oh, actually, it's gonna get a little heavy. We're gonna talk about how to deal with toxic friendships, how to end those motherfuckers, and how to deal with friendship breakups and get through a friendship breakup. Friendship breakups are real. Yeah. They can sometimes be harder than a relationship one. It's like yeah. you really get to see the real sides of someone and you're like, this whole time they were a raging cunt and I had no idea. Whoa. Anyways, so... <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa, the insanity. I wouldn't go that far, but so, maybe I would. <laughs> maybe I would. Let's go into toxic friendships. Okay. What makes a friendship toxic for you? Um, a friendship is toxic for me specifically um, when the friend um, thinks they know. No, how do I put this? Like, like okay, I, I would say that somebody that is not authentic yeah. and that latches on to me and doesn't have their own ideas for me specifically I can't I cannot be in a friendship like that yeah my friendships are toxic for me when you're bringing me down if you don't love yourself and you like hate yourself and you're only speaking negatively mm -hmm. about yourself I can I'm the opposite of that all we do is talk about how much we love ourselves like I cannot deal with somebody like that and when you're just not feeling good about the friendship anymore obviously is when it's toxic mm -hmm. I want to get into the conversation well if you notice like, I was just telling my friend this, actually. I was like... Who? I'm not going to tell... I'm not going to say who on Midday But who, what friend do you... Okay, go on. We'll talk about it after. There's another friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, I was just telling... <laughs> God. Like, I'm toxic. Kay. Go on. Who? Who's your other friend? God, <laughs> psychopath. Um, I was telling her that if you were around somebody, whether it's your best friend in the entire world... It's a person you met two years ago. It's a person you met four years ago. And you think you know everything about them. If you feel a tightness in your chest when you're around them, or you can literally ask your... We were doing this yesterday in the pool, but you can literally ask your body, like, do is it healthy to be with this person right now? Mm -hmm. Your body will either lean back if it's no or lean forward if it's a yes. So what she means by that is your body... <laughs> that made no sense. Is that your body's a pendulum and you can ask your angels and your spirit guides, like, hey... Is this person like good in my life? Is this person bad in my life? Also, I want to go off of that. If you're like feeling tired or drowsy or your body's feeling some sort of way when you're with somebody else, that means you probably shouldn't be around that person. That means they're probably draining you of your energy. Yeah, that's a sign of your energy being drained, which means this person's taking way more than they And need bottom to. line, if you feel any type of like a negative vibe or a negative energy that like makes you feel lower in energy that means that person is draining you yeah whether you want to believe it or not mm -hmm. and um, I like that a lot mm -hmm. to go off of that I also want to talk about our little conversation we had coming from Chick-fil-a yesterday where it's I my, our therapist has told me in friendships like it is so easy to be friends with someone when you're going through when you're in a dark time of your life like and you have those friends that are also dealing with dark things or they're just dark people in general 
I I want to go off of that and, and say, wait. Let me finish okay, the saying. Ahead, Damn it! Ahead. And that it's so like God. Here we go, cutting me off again. Um, that it's so easy to be around those people, but once you heal and you become a better version of yourself and you become healed from those traumas, and that person hasn't, it is nearly impossible to be around that person anymore. It's like just not healthy even because you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Once you heal, you see everything from a totally different perspective. Yeah. I just realized that as you were talking, I, uh, the reason why I cut you off so much is because I have horrible, um, I have horrible ADD. And so I just know that if I don't say what I'm going to say you're in that moment, it. I'm going to forget it. So that's why but you have you to up. give it a moment. Um, um, but what I was going to say about that is... Okay, so wow. Open your legs. No, no, I want to keep them like this. There. Go. <gasps> it's in my crotch. Right there. Go. So creepy. Go on. While I was in a toxic relationship, I formed friend friendships. Whoa. Friendships, I said. Friendships. Friendships. Friendships <laughs> with people. Friendships with people um, that were also on the same energy wavelength as the person I was dating, which was a low, 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 low energy vibes, low wavelength. vibes, loser vibes. And so while um, I was friends with these people, I felt literally a shift in my entire body. And I, I know that since going to therapy, the person I was before I went to therapy was a, was the most... Um, I didn't even know that Maisie, the person, could get such, a, be so, so low. So yeah. dark. I didn't low. know that, that, I didn't know that, that side of myself ever. When you were dealing with that, I was like, oh, she's just going through a toxic relationship. I think everyone needs to deal with one. But it was more It was that. more than just a toxic relationship. It was every relationship that I had. Was every toxic. friendship that I had was toxic, bringing me down and completely telling me that all of my opinions were wrong. All of the stuff that I was doing was not cool yeah. or, or what they like or what they're interested in. And if somebody's telling you that, then they're, they're not on your side. And they're insecure with themselves. I was... Yeah. In a place of my life when I was going through one of the worst times with my eating disorder was, well, like if my eating disorder was my worst time, I was surrounding myself with people who were, I've talked about this, who were normalizing those behaviors and also doing those behaviors. So I saw nothing wrong with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. It was until I like stopped hanging out with those people and started hanging out with like other people that I, re this looks gross though. No, no, no. Just go ahead. That I realized that, um... I was like, oh shoot, I've been, I have an eating disorder. Like Maisie's the one that told me I had the eating disorder. But like when you're in toxic friendships and relationships and you're toxic yourself, it's, how do you think I'm going to fucking focus when you do Sorry. that? Um, my, my under eyes are so bright. After but that. anyways, when you're in those situations, you're, when you're in a low place in your life, you attract low people. And I think you have to look at the people around you to and realize like do I really want to be friends with someone who is like this like do I really like this person or are they just comforting me and making my hurts hurt a little bit less because they're normalizing everything and like they're also a toxic person like, and also going off what you just said when you're in that friendship or that relationship or whatever that dark period that you're going through is you think that that is normal yes. you think that that is what normal people are going through, how no everyday people feel and whatever. And then once you start to realize like, 
wow, I feel like trash all the time because I'm surrounding myself with the worst people. Trash, yeah. Um, the most negative people. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll start to be like, oh, I see that girl over there who's super positive. She doesn't feel like me every day. No. Like, that's not normal. That's not how it's supposed to be. And then it kind of makes you, like, second guess, like, your trust with the people that, you know, if, the, if this person that you're hanging out with is making you feel this way all the time, you're like, wait, this is my friend? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? And it, it's just, like, a big, like, circle thought, I think. Yeah. Like, I want to get into leaving a toxic friendship and, like, leaving friendships in general. Mm-hmm. For me, when I left some friendships um there was un unnecessary drama where i was like i just think it's i think it's so normal that we and i talked about this in the bad bitch Masterclass. we are humans we are changing we are evolving every single day if people are not going to change and evolve with you and still be stuck in a negative place why the fuck am i going to bring myself back down to what i worked so hard to come out of just to be friends with somebody Mm -hmm. i think it's insane to think that we have to keep friendships since like grade school or high school just because we've known them for so long no if you're growing this is the thing if you're growing and you're like evolving more than somebody else then your friendship is not going to work out that's just bottom line because if somebody's not constantly working at the same level that you are then they're bringing you down yeah so if you need to be hanging out with the people that are working harder than you yeah and then you'll grow you'll grow higher than that person and then the next person you hang out with is probably doing the Grammys? Doing the Grammys. (laughs) The next person you're hanging out with is probably doing the Grammys, and then you're going to do something bigger than that. And then, you know what I'm saying? This is such a big thing for me that I always feel is like, when they say this is, when you know your manifestations are coming true, is when people around you do big things. Uh So, like, I always feel that so like when I've and you and I've always reflected each other in a way not like reflected each other but bounced off each other energetically it's like um after I released Midday Matcha you did something big like I feel Mm -hmm. like it's always been you do big things and my psychic told me this she was like there's a reason people around you like your best friend you guys do big things and you do amazing things is because that's the energy you're like surrounding yourself with so if you're not going to surround yourself with people who are have the same goals and visions and are like low life not doing well in Uh life and whatever you're not going to do anything with your life because like you're exactly who you surround yourself with so if you surround yourself with people who are achieving big things like i even look at drew he's going to be achieving really big things soon that we can't talk about but um it's like it makes you want to do more. It makes you want to be better, you Uh know? And it's hard to want to be better when you're surrounding yourself with people who are not doing good, you know? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, if they're like this, I can be like this too. And that's such a toxic mindset to be in. But I want to get into leaving the friendship. Uh I like to leave friendships. I like to distance. I really don't like to say anything. I like to distance. But then if you bring something up into my face, I'm just going to block you. Like, and I never have hard feelings against somebody. Like, that's never it. I just don't want to deal with it, you know? Like, for me, blocking is like, I'm I'm done. I've closed out this chapter in my life. I'm sorry that you cannot come with me forward. But for me, like, I'm doing this for me. And you might think I'm selfish as fuck, but good. I want you to think I'm selfish as fuck because I deserve to be that selfish. This is my life. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to do anything for you? Like, if you have something and you feel some type of way about it, that is a you problem. I worked too hard to give a fuck about what you think about me. So I block mm-hmm. people. 
I don't. I don't do. I don't go that route. I would say that I confront. You go. You confront. Yeah, you. Confront. I say like, hey. First of all, this conversation is gonna be hard. Like I always go into the conversation being like, ugh, I'm gonna hate talking. It's gonna give me a stomachache to talk to this person because like, I don't want to talk to this person. Yeah. But in order for uh, for me to say, I need to say everything that needs to be said on my end so that I can feel the closure. So. Normally what I do is you'll probably get like a text or... Uh, We're explaining how it feels to break up with those yeah. like friends. So you're going to get the text. You're probably going to get a, a paragraph text about how I just don't see the friendship working out anymore. And for this, 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 and this reason. And I always use... I never, never, never say because you did this to me or because you are this. You, you, you. You are good at that. Yeah. You always say, because when I'm around you, I feel this. I feel this. And this is how I feel, I feel, I feel. Or I just don't fucking like you anymore. You don't have to say that. But <laughs> if you bring it about yourself, it, it has something. It's it has nothing to do with that person anymore. Yeah. It's all selfish. It, that's the best advice that I can give you on this friendship is that I don't feel comfortable because I don't feel my best when I'm around you. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, like, how I would go about that situation. And every situation is totally different. Like, right. if uh, recently, actually, and I think it's been kind of, like, a common theme, is I've had people kind of, like, spreading some stuff about me that, first of all, actually, one of the things was true, but it's something that you really shouldn't tell anybody. It's a traumatic situation, it's a traumatic that, you traumatic situation that you don't talk about. And especially you don't talk about at a party or um, just in general. You don't bring that up to anybody. Friends don't bring this up to strangers. Right. And obviously one day I want to be able to share this thing that happened to me. And she will do it on midday matcha. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, go on. I'm so sorry. (laughs) My God. Like clout. Maisie's sharing her big traumatic experience. I titled the episode Maisie's Truth Revealed. The big secret we've all been waiting Exposed. Exposed. But anyways, so (laughs) this, this person was sharing this information about me at a high school party, which... I haven't talked to these people in four years. I literally do not know them anymore. And I, they don't know me. They don't know anything that's happened to me. They don't know a thing about my life. And in this moment, I was absolutely broken. I was in the deepest, darkest hole I've ever been in. And I did not know myself. This is right when I'm coming out of all these toxic friendship relationship types of deal. Um, and... So later on, I kind of processed like, hey, that was messed up. Like maybe three months later, I was like, that was actually really messed up. And this person tried to contact me and say, hey, we should FaceTime or talk. And I was just like, wow, I, that really rubbed me the wrong way, actually. But I, in the moment, I was just like, I'm going to brush it off because I can't think about that right now. There's too much, there's too much else going on that like, I, I don't have time for this right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I started going to therapy, talking to my therapist about, you know, this person. Wow, that really hurt my feelings. Why would they do that? Meanwhile, I'm dealing with all this trauma and they they find it to be fun to just talk Talk about about my trauma rather than go through it. Like, I actually had to go through it. You have no right to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this person tried to reach out one more time and I ended up responding and saying, hey, here's the facts. This happened to me. This happened to me. I, you decided to broadcast that to a bunch of people that I don't know, including yourself. I don't know you anymore. You don't, 
barely know me, haven't talked to you in a long time, and I'm not, we're not friends. And mm-hmm. that was it. And then I said, I wish you the best. Goodbye. Have a good yeah. life. You, you, we definitely handle those differently. I'm a blocker. You're like this, have a great life. I block just because I know that if I explain myself, it's, I'm always going to be in a wrong to those people. Mm-hmm. So I don't want and I also am big on my energy. I don't, rep, it's like, just like how I don't reply to hate comments. I don't reply to that because uh, sometimes, um, I don't want to put my energy into that because that raises my vibration and that mm-hmm. brings me down. And I've already been brought down enough. I don't need to talk about why I don't want to be friends with you because no matter what, that person's not going to accept it. Mm-hmm. And that's their own issue. That's fine. I think the main reason why I do that is for myself. You do it for you. And that's the most is important Is to genuine be, genuinely be like, this is not about you. This is actually only about me. And only for me. And only for me. And that's why I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm saying in the text... I feel this way, which is why I'm choosing not to be close with you yeah. anymore. That's how I go about it. Mm-hmm. And I actually just had to do it like last week with another person because I heard they were spreading stuff about me. And if somebody's spreading stuff about you, they're trust me, they're not looking for your best. No, they, they want to bring you down and there's no reason to be friends with someone who's only talking bad about you. You think, you should hear the way I talk about Maisie when she's not around. I talk about her as if she's a god. And you talk about me as if I'm a god. Like I'm like, Livy's the funniest person no, I know. No, we'll be at parties and Maisie will be like, Livy's doing Second City's Conservatory. <laughs> Wait, I kid you not. This is Maisie at a Halloween party. Livy's doing Second City's Conservatory. Do you know what that is? And they're like, oh, I feel like I might have heard. It's a really big deal. No, and, I always tell go, people though, like if I am going to talk like trash about you and like it's to my mom. Yeah. I'm like... Livy's really annoying me, but it's like as a sister. Like I go, I'm like literally I hate Livy right now. I'm never talking to her I go, again. I go, Maisie's so fucking annoying. Like I fucking hate Maisie. <laughs> like that's I'll call Sissy. Maisie's so fucking annoying. I literally can't deal with this. She's literally so fucking annoying. And then I call Sissy. <laughs> you call Sissy. You're like Livy's literally mentally ill. Something's wrong with Livy. And Sissy's always like, Yeah, I know. Right? I know. On both sides, <laughs> Sissy. Sissy's my sister, and she's like, Yeah, like you're totally right. I'm like, Maisie's like so annoying. And we've had everyone ask, like, do we get in big fights? I don't say we get in big fights we get, we get in like in, sister fights we get in sister fights we get in tiffs like we could punch each other and it yeah. would be fine after yeah we'd be fine we'd laugh about it like i remember when the chloe kardashian and jordan woods thing was happening yeah. and it was like that's kylie's best friend and i was like but if it was Maisie, i feel like me sissy and Maisie, i feel like we'd laugh about it like we wouldn't go the route of like never being friends again because you kissed sissy's boyfriend we would think it was but hilarious. i think they had a kid together at the time yeah i know but even if they had a kid i wouldn't be like may's cut out of my life i would just be like okay something's wrong with her like, yeah <laughs> there's i don't know why she's doing that but like it's kind of funny like yeah. i feel like we'd be like it's kind of funny think about that right if you were to kiss Sissy's husband while they had a kid together, but he had already cheated on her so many times, but I'd be like, Sissy, I don't know if Maisie's the issue or it's your cheating boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so sucks. let's get back to how to... Okay, now we're going to get into how to deal with breaking up with a friend. Here are my tips. I do not look... The aftermath. The aftermath. I do not look at social medias. I do not... I never check up on exes and I never check up on friends. Their profiles. Their profiles. And I tell Maisie this. I say, I'm never going to find something I like. I'm never... I also... This is the best advice I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm never going to find something I like, so I'm not going to look because even if they post something that's so good for them, they're like, I just did this. I'm going to be like, you're a fucking loser. I hate you. Like, it's never going to be good. Even if they post, like, the most inspirational thing, I'm like, bullshit. I'm like, yeah, you're a loser. Um... So I have, I don't look at profiles. 
unfortunately, like when I'm done with someone, they're just kind of dead to me. I don't really think about them much. I'm really big on not giving people energy. Don't say it. Don't make me say it. My therapist told me, and if you didn't see my TikTok, if you didn't see my TikTok, my therapist told me, so my ex texts my mom. What a loser. And he's like, Maisie's saying I'm abusive on social media. Well, <laughs> you were. So anyway. But I From an outside perspective, I told Sissy this story. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, well, what did May post? And I show her the video. It's Drew being like, I'm not abusive. And Maisie being like, that, that was, was my, my ex. ex. And they're uh-huh. dancing. It's the funniest he's video like this I've dancing. ever seen. He's dancing. He's but like, anyway, yeah. he texts my mom. And he's like, this could be really serious. And I'm like, uh-huh you should have thought about that when you held me down on the bed with your little grimy little paws anyway my therapist told me oh no backtrack I said to my mom he is dead to me and he can die and you can let him know I said that so um the girl's gotta feel what she's gotta feel so my therapist, I tell my therapist that and I'm like, yeah, I said this. I kind of feel bad. It's like bad karma for me, I guess. And she's like, well, why don't you think about, think about it like this? If he's dead to you and you're done with him, when somebody dies in your life, you can never talk to them again. They're gone. Yeah. They're literally gone in a sad way, right? Like, mm-hmm. If, if I'm saying that he is dead to me, uh, there's no way that I can ever talk to him, see him. Mm-hmm. And if I do see him, he's dead to me. Right. That's how... I, I can't... I'm not a psychic. I can't open the portal, she said. And then she was like, you're not a medium. You can't talk to the dead. Yeah. She's like, don't open that portal. If he ever tries to talk to you, he's dead to you. Yeah. And that's how I feel about all friendships. And friendship. he didn't go to the funeral. Yeah. That's how I feel about all friendships that are not in my life anymore. Like, and I have lost people that are really close to me. So I know what it feels like to grieve a death and death, a death. And it's kind of a similar process where it's like, but I'm always like, I'm always big on like, I wish these people the best. It's not like I'm like, die, I hate you. It's like, I genuinely wish you the best. I just want nothing to do with you because I know if I wish them anything bad, I'm like, oh, I actually hope they fail at life. It's just going to come right back around to me. I'm not at that step yet, but you'll get I think there. I'll get there. You'll get there. But yeah, I don't wish anything bad on them. If anything, I'm like, I want you to live your best life. I want you to be so happy. I am rooting for you, but not actually. Like, live your best life and do you because just because I don't want to be friends with you anymore doesn't mean I hate you. It just means you're not able to be in my life anymore and I don't want anything to do with you. You are dead to me, but it's not like... Or heart, it doesn't have to be that big dramatic, like, fuck you, die. Like, it's not like that. It's like, I genuinely wish you the best. We had a great friendship at one point, but I no longer want or need you in my life. I'm a different person. You're not going to help me with my future. I got to go. It's not healthy for me to be in this friendship. I don't check your social medias. You're dead to me, but literally live your best life. Like, go off, queen, do your damn thing with my exes and stuff too. And that's crazy, a crazy thing that I can say, like my exes have done some crazy abusive things to me, but it's all a part of the healing journey where it's like, I wish you the best because you know, we did share a relationship at one point And I know that if I wish anything bad on you, it's going to come right back around to me. And I don't want that. So I'm like, I send you love and light, live your best life. Just don't fucking contact me. Mm-hmm. That's about it. 
That's how I feel. And I think um, that's really helped me get through my friend breakups. And it's like, you know, I cherish those times we had together like I do with my dead relatives. I'm never going to do them again. I'm never going to have them again. I'm going to have other people and new people who love me and deserve to be in my life to make those new memories with moving forward. Like I'm finding my soul tribe. I already have a member. Maisie's going to be a member forever. Uh But yeah, how do you deal with your friend breakups? Because I like your approach because you're very like if something still hurts you you still let it hurt you which is very important to yeah, do to heal i do that if i think what i don't agree with when somebody says i don't care about this person anymore and i'm done with this i hate them i'm blah 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 which is kind of what i'm doing with my ex-boyfriend now but it's all part of the process yeah and i realize that i'm doing that mm-hmm. um but if you don't realize that you're that you actually do care because you're spending your energy on them, mm-hmm. then there's a problem there. So, like, for example, if I'm going to say my ex can die, I'm going to own the fact that that it him contacting my mom still bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, you the, st- still care about that. Yeah, I still care about that because it, it bothers me that um, he's claiming that my feelings are invalid. Or he's claiming again that um, he wasn't abusive when clearly he was. And someone commented on your TikTok something that really like stuck with me. And it was like, girl, if he's trying so hard to prove that he didn't do something, he fucking did it. And that's exactly what all my therapists have said too. It's like, if he automatically knows that you're talking about him, mm-hmm. yeah, I could be talking about any ex. He doesn't know. Right. Like, what if I had a boyfriend that he didn't know about before, right? Like, and that person was abusive. Right. So the fact that he is immediately knowing that it was him. Oh my God. Absolutely proves that he knows he's guilty for that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my approach to not even just exes, but friends, um, breakups is just to like, understand that you still care about that person and that person added a lot to your life and you should be grateful for that person every single day. I am so grateful for my ex because look where I am now. I'm doing the Grammys. I'm doing the billboards. I am dating the greatest person of all times. I'm reconnecting with Livy after not being able to really see her for like four years after moving to LA. And like, and like I'm being able to, or I'm, I'm able to dance again and like love my choreography again and love the way I look when I'm dancing it again and love the way that I look when I'm dancing hip hop. Mm -hmm. And I can literally, I can twerk my butt, like, come on. Big steps. Big step. I can throw it in a circle. Like I couldn't do that before. Right. And I would not have this podcast if I didn't deal with the things I dealt with with my ex and my ex friends. And if, if my friend had not told all these people at a party that I had a traumatic experience, um, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I am or surrounded by the people, the great people that I'm surrounding myself with every single day. Like, I would not be the person that I am if I didn't say, I'm so sorry, I had great times with you in high school, but have a good life. I would not be surrounding myself with the circle I'm surrounding myself with now. Mm -hmm. The positive group that I specifically need right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's really important. Thank you for everything you've done for me. You no longer serve me in my life, my highest purpose, whatever. I'm good. I don't want to be with you. And I, I think this is really funny. Should we talk about the viral story that we realized with my psychic? That oh yeah, this well, is so. Livy calls. Okay, so this is insane. This is a little crazy, and I don't so, know if I want to share it, but we're gonna share it anyways. Livy calls me one day, and she's like, "Hey, I didn't even realize, but you know, the day that we went viral, um." Wait, can I tell the story of starting with my psychic? Okay, with Starting yeah, yeah. with my reading with my psychic, she was like, you have to cut out these people in your life in order to be successful. And we had a huge talk about it. And I was like, okay, whatever she says, like, I'm going to distance. I'm going to do my thing. It is what it is. Um, which I was feeling that before. It wasn't like my psychic said, okay, I need to do it. And then... And I have always told you that I'm just going to... Yeah. I'm just going to sit. Anyways. Throw that out there. My, then the day Maisie and I went viral. Now you can tell the story. Tell the story. What? Oh, the day that we went viral, um, Livy calls me like after that, like two weeks after that. And I was like, hey, guess what? Um, you know, the day we went viral was on the birthday of one of my ex-friends. And I was like, right after she said this, this popped in my head. And I was like, do you know what's funny? Is that those friends probably actually, I know for a fact, would have been absolutely horribly mad at you if you didn't attend their birthday party and get blacked out drunk with them. Didn't need to add that part, but just yeah, had to. Yeah, had to. Um, <laughs> you had to. Um, the blackout drunk. Um, and you and me, Livy, would not have been together on that night or that day. Yeah. Not and by the way, that was one of the greatest days. I still, I still, that was the funniest day of our lives. Like that we were, hilarious. we were on one that day. No, it was, we, I can't even explain to you that night, the night that Maisie and I went viral. First of all, we had, you don't ever think something's going to like go viral and then literally boost our careers to a way different degree than it. Like our lives have changed since that video, obviously. Um, we were singing on the top of our lungs to Chris Brown's Take You Down, like psychopaths and- No, screaming. screaming. We were literally screaming. On the top of our lungs, it, the happiest we had ever been. We were doing one of our photo shoots. So happy. Well, we should wrap it up. Okay. Um, so happy. We were just having such a great night together. The photos were hilarious. Literally just so funny. Taking photos, having fun. Not even one of our most productive nights, but no, just like yeah. hilarious. Just like, hilarious. Having so much fun. I woke up in the middle of the night because Chipotle woke me up. Literally, I was <laughs> having the worst cramps. Went straight to the bathroom. Maisie like follows me to the bathroom. She's like, can I go? And I'm like, no, May, get out. Like I need to. You literally like, at me. can I please go? You're like, eyes like crossed you're like let me like move i have to go to the bathroom i'm like Maisie, i'm not leaving anytime soon and you literally peed in the bathtub but you did you fully did i don't even remember that because yeah. i was sleeping you fully did but i opened my tiktok app because that it helps just take away the pain and i look and our video is has what it was like a million of views no Millions. not a million we didn't hit a million that and night. it's me like Put a finger down if you've been raped. Right. And like, then, the most unsupportive friend. And speaking of toxic friendships. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're just... But that's just who we are, and we were just laughing about it. Me, um, like, casually, like, throwing jokes about jokes out about your rape situation. Me getting pissed that you Libby, did. Libby, earlier, earlier in this podcast, talking about um, the rape, <laughs> the rape <laughs> poem. The poem. Yeah. Okay, guys, we hope we gave you enough tips and tricks for friendship breakups, how to leave a toxic friendship, and how to just live your life. And, and how to person. know your worth and know what you um, 
should be surrounding yourself with. And what with. you deserve. Like, you don't... And, like, uh, sorry, but, like, f- time... And I don't care if you've known that friend for 50 fucking years. If we were best friends since negative two, I can still say to Livy, you're not my friend anymore, bitch. But it wouldn't last long because we have extreme <laughs> separation anxiety. Yeah, we do and other. we always have. I used to get Livy taken away from me um, when I would get grounded. Not her phone, me. Yeah. She couldn't see me for a week. So that's for another um, podcast episode. But have a good night. Have a good day. Uh, where can live. they find you? And they can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Maisie Dundance and Snapchat at Maisie Dundance. That's just so creepy. Uh, you guys can <laughs> Don't follow me on Snapchat. I'm not going to accept you. You probably would. Okay. You're Bye. I have to go. Love you guys. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at SheIsLivvy. Same with TikTok. You can watch this full episode, the visual, on YouTube at It's Livy Bitch. And you can email me at MiddayMatcha2As at the end of matcha at gmail.com. We're in a little bit of a rush because we told Drew we are already at the airport and we are not. All right. I love every single one of you. Have an amazing rest of your week. You're bad bitches. And don't ever forget that. Right, Maisie? Right.